What's up, everybody? My name is JC, and this is my unnamed podcast. I don't, uh, I don't ultimately know what the uh, the name, the branding for this podcast is going to be. I know that ultimately I want to be able to document and bring you guys along for the journey in the development of stuff that I'm doing. Namely, right now, the thing that I'm working on right now is is Revolver GN. For some of you that don't know about it, uh, we always classify it as Revolver GN, the network that revolves around you. Which, ultimately, what the network's about is that that aspect of 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 building something for reasons that are not personal to put others their wants desires above yours because ultimately when we always think about those around us and treat others the way we want to be treated that feeling or treatment that I was just mentioning is reciprocal so Everything that we do at the network, whether it be multimedia, social media, you know, community, web development, it's all built with the the feedback of the the gamers themselves. Um, it's been something that we've been building for a little bit. Uh, I would say max two years. It's really started to come into its own in the last. Four, four to six months, it's been really starting to pick up a lot of pace. And it's one of the biggest things that is an issue for our network is, is this whole aspect that when you say, I'm in a gaming network, or, you know, we're in a gaming network and we're developing this, or we're in a gaming community, and you just automatically get the, the feeling that people just, they throw you into cookie cutter aspect and think that, we just change our names to to match one another and then play play games all night and that's not that's not what we're trying to do we're trying to we're trying to be a movement you know you think about you think about gamers how they're always you know outcasted in society and it's it's starting to change which is is mind-blowing watching things like espn and such give recognition to esports is something that's like way overdue and you see individuals in other nations that are being treated like superstars for their you know skill sets in things like League of Legends or Dota or Hearthstone Super Smash and it's it's good I'm not saying that the development of gaming and the like the overall view of gaming is is still as negative as it was in the 80s and 90s. It's not. It's definitely a lot more progressive. But there's still some type of dissociation that people have towards it. And a lot of these individuals are people that embraced technology to the fullest, moved forward 
the technology where the rest seem to use it as an aid in the simplest forms uh, or even just a distraction uh, whereas gamers use it as a form of entertainment uh, and ways to um, enhance their life and so with this mindset and, and this whole congregation of mindsets it's something that could be tapped into to change the world i think a lot of us look at the world now and you start wondering what's happening like i'm not going to i'm not going to get into conspiracy theories and start to think like we need to wear metal hats and big brothers watching and don't trust the government but there's definitely some things in this world that are you know negative and more so than previous generations it makes you wonder if if that saying is always uttered by a 30 year old regardless of what generation it is it's interesting i was just uh watching a a clip recently by gary v if anybody doesn't know who gary v is he's an entrepreneur um and he was talking on a talk show i think it was msnbc and he was saying, I guess the girl was talking and, and pointing to the, you know, what are we, what are we doing to our kids? What are we doing to our kids where we allow them to, you know, you know, be on Instagram and, and focus on like selfies and focus on likes. And he, he had to like stop her abruptly and be like, stop, like we aren't doing anything to our kids. We aren't doing anything to our kids. This is evolution. This is, this is the way the world is moving today. And there will be a time when we're in virtual reality and augmented reality. We'll be praying for the days where our kids were taking selfies 24-7 and and, and hoping for those likes and follows. We will pray for that day. And so it just makes me think that like any of the feelings that I have towards society and how society is developing, maybe it's just a 30-year-old mindset. Maybe it's just something that I, maybe I'm just getting old and I'm just like, get off my lawn type mindset. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's something else to it. Right. But that's reason why our company is, is what we classify as transgenerational. It's, it's trying to always connect with that younger crowd. Uh, it's, it's just, it's just what we're what we're trying to do we want to make sure that we're developing something not only for today but something for tomorrow and that's what this podcast will be <laughs> the podcast will be that opportunity for me to vent or you know vent about society vent about things that aren't you know understandable I mean, I can't, like, it won't be about vending about the network, because I actually love the network, through and through. My most stressful, stressful day of the network, still love it more than most of the things that, that seem to happen and operate in this world, because it's, it's, it's a beacon. It's, it's, it's something that's moving towards change, and we're, we're on the cusp of gaming changing drastically and hopefully waking up society in general.
So it's really cool. And I'm hoping to reach out to other entrepreneurs. And I don't know if at some point we'll end up having guests on this podcast, whether they be from the network or other entrepreneurs. Could be. I don't know. And I understand that this podcast or this recording at least will seem like it's all over the place. But ultimately, if I don't sit down and do it, I'm never going to do it. So I figured, what the heck? Why not? Just record it. No requirements. No, you know, can't even think of the word. (laughs) Expectations. No expectations of what this podcast is going to be. Like I said, I don't even have branding yet. I've got some branding I'm thinking about. And hopefully, you know, you, you can stick along. Hopefully you'll subscribe, hit that follow, whatever have you. I don't even know what platform I'm launching this on. And it will be good because when I'm on my 100th or 200th or 1,000th episode, I'll be able to look back on this episode and be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? This this kid with all these dreams. Not even a kid, but, you know, it'll be nice to, to listen to this. So I really hope that, uh, you know, as, as I'm recording this, it's it's Monday. I got a new job today. I'm working in the car industry, um, which I really like. A lot of people say the car industry or car sales, it's not for everybody. Maybe it's not. I don't know. To me, it seems, it seems straightforward. It seems to be you have this individual coming in. They want to, they want a car. They're not there for any other reason. So there's no shady business around that. Find the car that they want. Let them touch it. That's why they're there. They've already been online. They see the price. They know what the price is. They're not going to come into your dealership asking for $20,000 on a vehicle that's $50,000. They already know what the price is. They know it's within their budget, roughly. They want to see the finite numbers. But roughly, they know it potentially might be in their budget. And they want to know if they like it. They want to touch it. So let them touch it. (laughs) Sounds terrible. But yeah, that's what they want to do. And then sit down with their numbers and be straight up with them. The numbers aren't there. The numbers aren't there. A lot of people think that car sales are shady. And I'm not going to lie. There's definitely some shady people out there. And maybe that's a topic that we'll jump into at some point. Because I have worked with some of the shadiest salesmen that do some of the grossest things that you do not want to see but there's definitely i would say some people out there that are not following that trend and all of these consumer reports and things you see in the media they they educate you in like kind of like a a paint a paint stroke about what to do with car sales when if you're dealing with an individual, if you could just read the individual and find out if they are a straight up and up person, you wouldn't have to even worry about that stuff. I don't try any of the schemes because that's not how I'm going to sleep at night. I'm not going to sleep at night on satin sheets knowing I screwed my customers over to get those satin sheets. And there are people in the world that are cool with that. There's there's people that think that, you know, that's how I, that's what I got to do to eat. That's not what I got to do to sleep. I can't do that. So I'll be straight up and up. That's just how I'm going to be. 
So yeah, maybe that'll be a topic we dive into. But ultimately, we want to talk about gaming, entrepreneurship, the whole idea and struggles and obstacles and achievements and successes of being an entrepreneur. Maybe we'll talk about the car industry. Maybe we won't. There's so much that we could talk to in this in this podcast. And, and I'm hoping that not only will you guys and gals have the opportunity and, and, and want to follow me, but that you'll interact, that you put comments down. Because the more I get to interact with you, the better. It'll be better for me. It'll be better for you. So if there's any questions you want to ask me about my time in gaming, entrepreneurship, things you're working on and you want my feedback on. Oh my God, I love that stuff. I love that stuff. Sitting down with somebody that has an idea and developing it all the way into a plan and how it's going to build revenue and all that type of stuff. I love it. I love it. And I have no intention of taking the idea. It's just, it's addicting to me to be able to, to help out. And if I see somebody take their dream and their idea that they talk to me about it and it blows up, but I know that at some point in that way, in that journey, I had a sprinkle of spice, potentially everything nice to help it kind of move along. I feel good. I'm a very selfless person. I'm not really a profit type person. I don't, I don't uh, lead through fear not my thing it's just i like to help people that's why i'm here i know that i know that's who i am so if you ever need any help even if you just want someone to talk to put it down in the comment below i'm definitely here to talk so until next time i don't even have a sign off (laughs) until next time enjoy your week see ya What's up, everybody? My name's JC. I want to say, like, from the My Lemonade podcast. It sounds... I guess I'm so used to... Uh, I used to do a podcast called Sticks and Kicks. <laughs> so I, I want to try to go with that intro. I'm still never going to figure out an intro. I wonder if I can even get to... Uh, I don't know. If I'll get all the way to 2019 with no intro. I'm not sure yet. <coughs> I hope not. Um, last week we were talking about how to start a business. We went through the whole idea phase, uh, places to find ideas, develop a plan. Uh, and then how do you connect with the people that will ultimately help you move your, your, your business forward, right? So we have four topics today that continue on that initial topic. Um, and that's vision. So the first one's vision, um, the reason why vision is so important is two reasons. One, for yourself. And two, for the individuals that are potentially helping you work and build your business, right? For yourself, it's more along the lines of your why. What is the reason why you're doing this business? What is the reason why you don't want to work for someone else? Could be you just don't want to work for someone else, that you understand that when you're working for somebody else that you are, you know, building their success, their money, their pockets, their dreams, their trips, their cars, their houses, whatever have you, right? That's what you're feeling, right? When you go to work, that's what you're doing. <clears throat> but you maybe you want to do that for yourself, right? 
Or maybe it's you don't want to do the nine to five or the night shift or the continental work week. And you really want to focus on your own free time, right? Maybe you understand that life is short. So why be stuck in a building for eight to nine hours a day, every day, minus the weekends, if you're on a nine to five, um, when you could be out making your own schedule, making your own money, or maybe it's your parents. You realize that your parents have worked extremely hard to provide for you, whether it's the house, the food, everything that surrounds, right? And you want to give back. Or maybe it's forward. Maybe you want to provide legacy towards your kids or your nephews or uh, your nieces. Whatever reason is, that's what you got to tie your mindset to, right? And once you figure out that mindset, then you fuel... That fuels your vision for your business. So um, the example that we're using last week was um, a tennis company, right? Uh, or, or, or tennis app, sorry. That was about trying to locate the best places to play at any given time in a city based upon the community centers, right? So your vision for your company is to never have to wait for a court, or to never be denied the opportunity to play the sport that you love on premium courts. Right? Obviously, you can play it off a wall at any time. But you want to play on a premium court. Right? You should be allowed. There's plenty of courts. You should be allowed. Right? So your vision will be the fact that you want that. And that app or the success of that company will be tied back to your why. So those two things in tandem will build your passion that when you are conveying it to others, people relate to it, right? Because people don't relate to facts. You can't just go up to someone and be like, you know, people like to play tennis. Um, I want to play tennis, you know, when I want. It's so clear cut. People are going to be like, okay, I... I get it. But you have to convey with like a story, right? Facts tell, stories sell, right? Which kind of that's basically what a business is in any way, shape, or form. Whether it's an actual sales business or manufacturing or um, the restaurant business, in any way, shape, or form, what the business may be, it's sales. It's always sales. You are selling yourself to an employer when you apply. You are selling yourself to a significant other when you're on Tinder or any of the dating apps, right? Everything is selling, okay? So in this sense, you need to sell the story, the feeling, the passion that you have for tennis or the ability to play tennis whenever you want so that other people can be like, yeah, I've had that same feeling, so let me support you whether it be supporting you with investment with just ideas someone might be like did you think of this aspect did you think of this button that your app could have you know when you really connect with somebody on that vision from a story level there seems to be 
I guess, a veil that comes down between two minds and they just actively share between each other. And it's fantastic. You'll get some of the best ideas from individuals like that. And I think in this day and age, so many people are worried about, well, if I tell somebody, they might take it and run, right? And so I should get them to sign an NDA. And you have to, you have to be able to understand when somebody, or I guess an, a relationship or interaction requires an NDA. Because there's times, sorry, for some people that don't know, an NDA is a non-disclosure agreement, which basically protects your intellectual property or or the, the sharing of ideas between two, two individuals it protects that so if someone runs off and, and replicates it right but there's times where you'll present an nda and it will actually crush the brainstorming experience so you have to feel it out you have to know what the individual's like right there's just people that are just happy to share there's people that happy happy to be you know heard right there could be somebody out there that's just like i would definitely love that but I don't have the opportunity or the investment to be able to build that app. So make that app and I will use it, but don't forget this button, right? So you, you want to make sure that you are, are talking with people at all times. So that's your vision, right? Now you need to develop a vision that is specific to the company. It's still in tandem with your current vision, like for yourself as an individual, but it's something that is very fluidic between individuals so that somebody can absorb it and run off of it or absorb it and align it with their own personal vision, right? Because ultimately, if you can get somebody to absorb your vision, they will work 10 times more effective than if you just tell them to do a job. Right. If you were to say, okay, so I need you to paint this fence. Okay. Somebody will do it. But if this fence is extremely long, you'll get, you know, starting off with someone, you know, starting off really with vigor and painting it and it's great and, you know, it's, it's, it's perfectly primed and perfectly painted and everything's fantastic. But halfway down the fence, you're going to start getting a little bit sloppy. And then near the end, it's... Uh, maybe they didn't put all the the, the 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 correct amount of application of the paint on the uh, on the wood fence, but if you tell them that this fence is going to be, um, kind of not blocking in but protecting kids from that road on the other side, and potentially these kids might be leaning up against the fence, and so by painting it, it makes sure that all of the potential slivers, and and chances of catching on the fence go away. So you want to really make sure that you paint it on thick so that it takes out all of this roughness of the, of the wood itself. That's a vision. And if that individual has kids and understands when their kid got, you know, a sliver, they'll be like, okay, I totally understand. I got to make sure I take this seriously all the way through the entire fence, right? So it's all about vision. Make your own personal vision, attach to your own why, take that vision and convey it to the people that you uh, were able to, you know, um, not convince, but uh, that they decided that they wanted to come on board and help what you're doing because they believe in what you're doing, right? Timelines. The timelines are extremely important, but there's not really anything where I can say is like a, a general statement when it comes to timelines. Timelines are really particular to the industry, 
the idea, the innovation, right? Because your business could be a new way of utilizing technology that's already there. So maybe someone won't, won't come across it. They might. Uh, your company might be an improvement on current technology, which the timelines will be shorter there because potentially the improvement will come quicker. Your business could be fresh technology, which I guess it comes to statistics, right? Because that's what, uh, it's a really good way of looking at timelines is building statistics, watching and viewing trends. You know, like if uh, using that tennis idea, if, if, you know, based upon the trend, someone's going to want more and more people are going to want the ability to play when they want, where they want. If that, if you're right on the cusp of that trend or that idea, someone's going to come up with it. It's just, it's, it's just the way that the human mind develops as like a societal consensus, right? You'll have somebody that will um, express their disgust towards something and another individual will express it. And through people um, communicating with each other, ideas will start to pop and then somebody will run with it, right? So timelines are not really something that you can break down. It's something that you're going to have to do based upon which of whatever your industry is, right? If it's technology. It's usually quicker. I can tell you that right now. Technology is very rapid. Um, so when, when you are developing a company or, or anything that surrounds technology, it's a very quick turnaround because that's just the age that we're in. We're in the technology age. So ideas and complaints are being shared between people very rapidly and very freely. So people will come up with ideas quicker, right? Um, if it's a trades, that might be a little bit slower. Uh, industry was a rapid t at one point, but now it's become more standardized. So now you might be doing an improvement or brand new, right? Um, so you really have to look at ultimately the industry that you're in, the idea that you're applying, and that will give you your timeline. And then you should break down what you're currently doing in respect to that timeline. So if you feel the trend that you're doing is on the cusp, your breakdowns need to be very short, right? If you look at... Um, Elon Musk and his SpaceX program, the increments between uh, building the initial rockets and then the first launch were very short. But he understands that people are at this point where, you know, we just had the Mars mission not too long ago. And, you know, we're just starting to think more and more about the future. And with global warming and climate um, change, you're thinking we can't stay here forever. So we start thinking outward. And so he understands that things do move quick. Right? So definitely keep that in mind. Industry, the technology they're putting down, and then build your timelines specific to that. Uh, and the speed is specific to that as well. Uh, another thing that can give you, uh, I guess, uh, a hint on time or the timelines themselves is watching your competitors. Okay. You should know who your competitors are. Okay, so if you are making an app, let's let's keep using that tennis one. You're making an app for tennis. Your competitors will be the chains of uh, community centers. 
or the chains of fitness gyms, right? So the one that I'll use right off the bat is YMCA, right? YMCA has courts and pools and fitness equipment and stuff like that. So the YMCA has the ability to rapidly build their brand around an app of that sort, right? So they would be someone you want to watch. You would like to go into their buildings or just read their newsletters and see what's new at the YMCA. It could just be a new program in the swimming area or it could be a new league coming to the tennis area, right? If it's the swimming one, you'd be like, okay, my timeline's a little loose, a little loose. They're really focused on swimming right now. But if it's a new league in tennis, that means that they understand that there's a growing demand for people to play competitive tennis. So that will be closer to what you're trying to do because you're trying to get to the world where people want to play tennis at all times. So when you have people doing competitive tennis, you're going to have that exchanging of ideas and complaints, which I was telling you about before, right? And that might lead to someone making that, that app. So watch what your competitors are doing and make adjustments. One thing I want you to make sure that you do, do not be consumed by your competitors. Do not admit defeat to your competitors without even announcing your voice. That's the point. Truly. You have an idea. You think it can be done. Do it. Do it. Because one thing you also need to realize is first to market does not mean the best of the best. Look at MySpace in comparison to Facebook. So keep in mind that, again, first to market does not mean the win. So find out what ultimately, like if, if you are first to market or if someone else is first to market, find out what they're doing. Is there something that's different than what you're currently doing? Or is it exactly the same and it's not being um, deployed to correct, correctly? Or they're missing customer interaction, client interaction, right? Something. Look for something to give you an edge. And then weigh your company on that edge. So maybe, maybe YMCA makes that app. But they have no interaction with their clients. So your app allows people to talk about, you know, like a rating system. So whereas YMCA would be like premium court, premium court, premium court, you could have four star, five star, three star based upon the people that are going to play there. That's an interaction. That's something that people will value. And they'll gravitate towards your app over YMCA, right? And then eventually you get to the point where you can protect the IP, which means you can, you know, basically protect your ideas and your the way that you're deploying the idea so that YMCA can't replicate it or can't replicate it to the fullest, right? So now that gives you that edge and now you've edged out YMCA. So keep that stuff in mind. Timelines and watching competitors will build your ultimate timeline, but it will also allow you to gain that edge and keep that edge, okay? The last one is exposure. And this is one that a lot of people have trouble with, and it goes back to what I was talking about before with vision, okay? And that's that whole idea of sharing your idea, sharing what you're trying to do or, or doing with other people. 
You need to. You need to. You need to get people around you excited for what you're doing so they can talk. The cheapest form of advertisement, heck, let's say the cheapest form but also the most effective form, is word of mouth. It's talking to other people. Tell them what you're doing so they can tell their, their friends, their families, their co-workers that this is coming. It's amazing. I'm excited, right? Um, if it happens to be the people that work for you, get them so excited about working in your company that they, they talk to the people and be like, this is what I'm working on. It's amazing. It's fulfilling. It's, it's what I wanted to do and it's, it's my passion. So that, that passion that they have from you drives through them to the individuals that are around them and then beyond again, right? You want that constant echo effect so it's more and more and more and more people, right? So that when you get to the, the part of doing the archaic advertising of like billboards and radio ads and television ads and, you know, even even Facebook ads and, and Google ads are now... Uh, kind of moving on a little bit like they're not they're not don't get me wrong they're not old but they do not beat word of mouth hands down they do not beat word of mouth so you ultimately want to keep focusing on that exposure through the entire process whether it's from you know or, or from the beginning when you're this is my idea this is what i'm designing you know uh, midway, I'm currently in designs with this and we really want to get some feedback here, uh, moving forward. And then it gets to a point where it's, it's, you know, this is about to launch, this is coming grand opening and boom, right. Then you have everybody right there at the edge. Okay. Um, but that's, that's ultimately my take on, on how to build a business. I mean, there's, there's definitely some things and intricacies in, in, inside or in between that you can delve into and, there's plenty of resources out there. My my biggest suggestion to you is read books. Please read books, people. I know I know it's so easy just to pick up the phone or not pick up yeah, pick up the phone and and research online. But find people that influence you. Find people that are doing what you're doing or doing the mindset that you want and not replicate it because you are you. And that's the that's the one thing you should always cherish is you are you. You can do the the Gary V, the Tony Robbins, the Elon Musk, but you're gonna do it your way. Even if you start following their footsteps, you're still gonna do it your way because that's just that's just who you are, right? So like you weren't brought up the same way, you weren't in the same atmosphere that they were that. You don't go through the same ways of life that they do. You don't brush your teeth the same way. Like there's so many different little variations throughout. There's no way you're going to replicate what they do, but you can you can learn from them, and you can get inspired by them, and they can break down principles just like I did. They could probably even do it better than I did, right? But find those people and read everything from them. And then bounce around from people that inspire them and read all that. Find people around you that read books and, and get inspired to do whatever they want to do in the industry that they want and read their books. Read. Please read. Right? So that's my whole take on it. Like I said, 
you know, more successful people can do better than me. This is just my take on it. And, and this is my journey through entrepreneurism um, or entrepreneurship, whatever way you want to put it. Um, and and I'm, I'm glad that everybody's here. Um, and I'm hoping that you guys can give me more feedback on, on what we're doing. We have plenty more ideas coming down the pipe um, from some individuals um, that, that were at uh, Revolver GN that were kind enough to give me some input. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely, definitely hit me up with more ideas. Uh, and if there's anything specifically that I talked about this episode or last episode that you really want me to dive, delve into more, let me know. And I have no problem doing a full episode on one of these topics. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about today was gaming-wise. Um, I think probably some of you, have, uh, for the gamers out there, uh, know that there was a, a shooting um, at a, a Madden 19 tournament in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, it's sad. It's really sad. Um, up until that point, at least in my experience... As I've never heard of any violence of that magnitude at a gaming competition or a gaming gathering. And I guess it just kind of shakes the gaming world. Because a lot of, a lot of gaming is like um, digital, right? It's you die and you respawn. And here you have the, the mixing of the digital world with the physical world and the physical world reminding you that there's no respawn that there's no coming back and i didn't read too much in the article because i don't i don't like to absorb this type of i guess media um and when i say media i'm not talking about phone or tv or newspaper i'm just talking about the negative aspects of life um and it's not to say that I want to ignore it and be like in a nice happy bubble. That's not what I'm saying. It's just things of this nature have negative effects on individuals. Um, and it could almost put you in a bubble to like want to hide from the world. And you shouldn't. No matter what happens in this world negative, whatever scale it is, don't stop living. Don't stop going out. Don't stop interacting with people. And don't stop seeing the goodness in people. Because it is out there. If you ask so many people out there, what's one thing they want in this world? And it's world peace. Everybody wants to be together. It's the difference between politics and religion and, and, and you know, values that we've been brought up with that, that, that hold us away from that last edge into world peace. And when I say last edge, it makes it almost sound like it's so small. In the grand scheme of things, it's small. But when you actually measure it, it's massive. That divide between people is still extremely massive. Whether it's racism, politics religion, generational gaps, sexism, uh, even even the whole like um, uh, discrimination towards sexual preference or gender identity 
There's so many of these these different aspects that are still dividing us as human beings. It's still the, the overlying top is still human beings and it still blows my mind. But I try to keep myself away from that because I don't want to get locked into that scaredness of going out, the scaredness of living life, the scaredness of connecting. Because for me as an individual, that's why I do what I do as an entrepreneur, to connect with people. It's the only thing that's important to me in this world. Money will always come and go. Materials will always come and go. You will buy something that you will think one day is absolutely amazing. I'll hold on to this forever and in a couple of years it loses its value. This is a material. It's only beneficial or, you know, um, valuable to you at that time. The only time that it becomes more value is when you assign it a feeling or memory based upon an individual. Again, going back to people, people being the most important thing in this world. So it's sad to see that gaming is no longer free from that. And it's also sad to me because of what the network that I, I work for is, is, is trying to do. We're trying to connect people, but we're also trying to be there for people. And I can only imagine if I had the opportunity to talk to this individual or if someone from the network had the opportunity to talk to the, talk to the individual, if it would have potentially gone a different way. Like, why did they do what they did? And we can all speculate. And maybe they even said it somewhere. But it's like a, an onion. So many different levels to it. Layers to it. It's, not, it's never one thing. No one ever snaps from one thing. Or reacts from one thing. <clears throat> that person that, you know... You happen to uh, get into that parking spot just before they do and they lose their mind. <clears throat> that parking space was the icing on the cake. The cake was already made before they even got to the parking lot. has nothing to do with you. Trying to get some uh, water here. Losing my voice. <clears throat> so yeah. Right? I just wonder. I wonder how we would have interacted with this person so i heard that they uh killed three people injured a bunch and then shot themselves so it's 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 really sad so i know me as an individual my thoughts and prayers go out to any of the families that are affected by this i know the network is feeling for it I truly, truly hope that as we move further into technology and move further into this life, that people take the time to reach out, but also take the time to listen. I think that's something that, that last part is the part that's missing. I think you're having individuals reaching out, but you're having people that are so busy with their lives that they're dismissive. And they're not listening. And then the person feels alone. 
and ultimately takes measures into their own hands. So if there's anybody around you, and I don't, I don't, I don't care if, if you're an entrepreneur or an inspiring entrepreneur or a gamer or just a lifestyle blogger or just someone in general, if there's someone around you you think needs to talk, talk to them. If there's someone you haven't talked to in a long time, talk to them. Say what's up. Reach out to the people around you. Do not be dismissive. Do not lose a sight of this world that it is truly about the people. Entrepreneurship, 100%. You want to say that there's all of these clients and customers and the fact that like, you know, like you're a leader and you're, you know, you want to, you want to have your own company, but understand without people to follow your vision and what you're doing and believe in who you are and what you're doing, you're not a leader. You're not leading anything. You're just a random person standing by themselves yelling at something. People are valuable. Gamers, that interaction online only comes from the people that you meet. Some of my best friends in this world, some of my family, not best friend, let's, let's, let's remove the word best friend. It's family. My family members are online. I have family members offline, but I also have family members online that I've met for 10 years, 12 years. It's crazy. Yeah, 12 years, 12, 13 years now. Some of these people that I talk to still. That's family. And that only came by saying, good game. You want to play together? It's important. Lifestyle bloggers, or just bloggers in general, or people that are trying to build their, their brand. And you have these people that have like, like millions, millions of followers and they're just like, I follow two. You're just like, why? Why? Because you don't, you don't want to have a clogged feed? Of like all people's lives? Come on. I know you don't sit there every night and go through the feed anyways. So what does it matter what that feed is? If you're going to scan it for a couple things anyways, why does it matter if it's like two people or or 500,000 people? Like we were saying before, how do you become better? By interacting with people, learning what they're doing, their ideas. All you're doing by having that, that large positive ratio is blocking yourself in into your own glass box. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. It's people. People make the world go around. Remember that. But that's it for me. I'm going to keep going on forever. I truly hope that uh, everything, um, I guess I can't even say goes well for people in Jacksonville. I, 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 I'm just at loss of words for that. I don't even know how to say that. I don't even know how to say to that, sorry. But uh, like I said before, Thoughts and prayers, honestly. Honestly, from my heart. From one gamer to another.
I truly hope that people kind of take this as a wake up call and be like, we need to start connecting and talking to people. But like I said, until next time, that's been my lemonade. Enjoy your lemonade. See ya. What's up, everybody? My name's JC. I want to say like from the My Lemonade podcast. It sounds, I guess I'm so used to, uh, I used to do a podcast called Sticks and Kicks. <laughs> so I, I want to try to go with that intro. I'm still never going to figure out an intro. I wonder if I can even get to, uh, I don't know, if I'll get all the way to 2019 with no intro. I'm not sure yet. <coughs> I hope not. Um, last week we were talking about how to start a business. We went through the whole idea phase. Uh, places to find ideas, develop a plan, uh, and then how do you connect with the people that will ultimately help you move your 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 business forward? Right. So we have four topics today that continue on that initial topic, um, and that's vision. So the first one's vision. Um, the reason why vision is so important is two reasons. One for yourself, and two, for the individuals that are potentially helping you work and build your business, right? For yourself, it's more along the lines of your why. What is the reason why you're doing this business? What is the reason why you don't want to work for someone else? Could be you just don't want to work for someone else, that you understand that when you're working for somebody else that you are, you know, Building their success, their money, their pockets, their dreams, their trips, their cars, their houses, whatever have you, right? That's what you're fueling, right? When you go to work, that's what you're doing. <clears throat> but you maybe you want to do that for yourself, right? Or maybe it's you don't want to do the 9 to 5 or the night shift or the continental work week. And you really want to focus on your own free time, right? Maybe you understand that life is short. So why be stuck in a building for eight to nine hours a day, every day, minus the weekends, if you're on a nine to five, um, when you could be out making your own schedule, making your own money. Or maybe it's your parents, you realize that your parents have worked extremely hard to provide for you, whether it's the house, the food, everything that surrounds, right? And you want to give back. Or maybe it's forward. Maybe you want to provide legacy towards your kids or your nephews or uh, your nieces. Whatever reason is, that's what you got to tie your mindset to, right? And once you figure out that mindset, then you fuel... That fuels your vision for your business. So um, the example that we're using last week was um, a tennis company, right? Uh, or, or, or tennis app, sorry. That was about trying to locate the best places to play at any given time in a city based upon the community centers, right? So your vision for your company is to never have to wait for a court, or to never be denied the opportunity to play the sport that you love on premium courts, right? Obviously, you can play it off a wall at any time, but you want to play on a premium court, right? You should be allowed. There's plenty of courts. You should be allowed, right? So your vision 
will be the fact that you want that. And that app or the success of that company will be tied back to your why. So those two things in tandem will build your passion that when you are conveying it to others, people relate to it, right? Because people don't relate to facts. You can't just go up to someone and be like, you know, people like to play tennis. Um, I want to play tennis, you know, when I want. It's so clear cut. People are going to be like, okay, I I get it. But you have to convey with like a story, right? Facts tell stories sell, right? Which kind of that's basically what a business is in any way, shape or form. Whether it's an actual sales business or manufacturing or um, the restaurant business, in any way, shape or form, what the business may be, it's sales. It's always sales. You are selling yourself to an employer when you apply. You are selling yourself to a significant other when you're on Tinder or any of the dating apps, right? Everything is selling, okay? So in this sense, you need to sell the story, the feeling, the passion that you have for tennis or the ability to play tennis whenever you want so that other people can be like, yeah, I've had that same feeling, so let me support you, whether it be supporting you with investment, with just ideas. Someone might be like, did you think of this aspect? Did you think of this button that your app could have? You know, when you really connect with somebody on that vision from a story level, there seems to be, I guess, a veil that comes down between two minds and they just actively share between each other. And it's fantastic. You'll get some of the best ideas from individuals like that. And I think in this day and age, so many people are worried about, well, if I tell somebody, they might take it and run, right? And so I should get them to sign an NDA. And you have to, you have to be able to understand when somebody, or I guess an, a relationship or interaction requires an NDA. Because there's times, sorry, for some people that don't know, an NDA is a non-disclosure agreement, which basically protects your intellectual property or, or the, the sharing of ideas between two, two individuals. It protects that. So if someone runs off and, and replicates it, right? But there's times where you'll present an NDA and it will actually crush the brainstorming experience. So you have to feel it out. You have to know what the individual's like, right? There's just people that are just happy to share. There's people that happy, happy to be, you know, heard, right? There could be somebody out there that's just like, I would definitely love that but I don't have the opportunity or the investment to be able to build that app. So make that app and I will use it, but don't forget this button, right? So you, you want to make sure that you are, are talking with people at all times. So that's your vision, right? Now you need to develop a vision that is specific to the company. It's still in tandem with your current vision, like for yourself as an individual, but it's something that is very fluidic between individuals so that somebody can absorb it and run off of it or absorb it and align it with their own personal vision, right? Because ultimately, if you can get somebody to absorb your vision, they will work 10 times more effective than if you just tell them to do a job, 
All right. If you were to say, okay, so I need you to paint this fence. Okay. Somebody will do it. But if this fence is extremely long, you'll get, you know, starting off with someone, you know, starting off really with vigor and painting it and it's great and, you know, it's, it's, it's perfectly primed and perfectly painted and everything's fantastic. But halfway down the fence, you're going to start getting a little bit sloppy. And then near the end, it's, uh, maybe they didn't put all the, 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 the correct amount of application of the paint on the, uh, on the wood fence. But if you tell them that this fence is going to be um, kind of not blocking in, but protecting kids from that road on the other side. And potentially these kids might be leaning up against the fence. And so by painting it, it makes sure that all of the potential slivers and, and chances of catching on the fence go away. So you want to really make sure that you paint it on thick so that it takes out all of this roughness of the, of the wood itself. That's a vision. And if that individual has kids and understands when their kid got, you know, a sliver, they'll be like, okay, I totally understand. I got to make sure I take this seriously all the way through the entire fence, right? So it's all about vision. Make your own personal vision, attach to your own why, take that vision and convey it to the people that you uh, were able to, you know, um, not convince but uh, that they decided that they wanted to come on board and help what you're doing because they believe in what you're doing, right? Timelines. The timelines are extremely important, but there's not really anything where I can say is like a, a general statement when it comes to timelines. Timelines are really particular to the industry, the idea, the innovation, right? Because your business could be a new way of utilizing technology that's already there. So maybe someone won't, won't come across it. They might. Uh, your company might be an improvement on current technology, which the timelines will be shorter there because potentially the improvement will come quicker. Your business could be fresh technology, which I guess it comes to statistics right because that's what uh, it's a really good way of looking at timelines is building statistics watching and viewing trends you know like if uh, using that tennis idea if if you know based upon the trend someone's gonna want more and more people are going to want the ability to play when they want where they want if that if you're right on the cusp of that trend or that idea Someone's going to come up with it. It's just, it's, it's just the way that the human mind develops as like a societal consensus, right? You'll have somebody that will um, express their disgust towards something and another individual will express it. And through people um, communicating with each other, ideas will start to pop and then somebody will run with it, right? So timelines are not really something that you can break down. It's something that you're going to have to do based upon which of whatever your industry is, right? If it's technology. It's usually quicker. I can tell you that right now. Technology is very rapid. Um, so when, when you are developing a company or, or anything that surrounds technology, it's a very quick turnaround because that's just the age that we're in. We're in the technology age. 
So ideas and complaints are being shared between people very rapidly and very freely. So people will come up with ideas quicker, right? Um, if it's a trade, that might be a little bit slower. Uh, industry was a rapid t at one point, but now it's become more standardized. So now you might be doing an improvement or brand new, right? Um, so you really have to look at ultimately the industry that you're in, the idea that you're applying, and that will give you your timeline. And then you should break down what you're currently doing in respect to that timeline. So if you feel the trend that you're doing is on the cusp, your breakdowns need to be very short, right? If you look at um, Elon Musk and his SpaceX program, the increments between uh, building the initial rockets and then the first launch were very short. But he understands that people are at this point where, you know, we just had the Mars mission not too long ago. And, you know, we're just starting to think more and more about the future. And with global warming and climate um, change, you're thinking we can't stay here forever. So we start thinking outward. And so he understands that things do move quick. So, definitely keep that in mind. Industry, the technology that you're putting down, and then build your timelines specific to that, uh, and the speed is specific to that as well. Uh, another thing that can give you, uh, I guess, a, a hint on time, or the timelines themselves, is watching your competitors. Okay? You should know who your competitors are. Okay? So, if you are... Making an app, let's, let's keep using that tennis one. You're making an app for tennis. Your competitors will be the chains of uh, community centers or the chains of fitness gyms, right? So the one that I'll use right off the bat is YMCA, right? YMCA has courts and pools and fitness equipment and stuff like that. So the YMCA has the ability to rapidly build their brand around an app of that sort, right? So they would be someone you want to watch. You would like to go into their buildings or just read their newsletters and see what's new at the YMCA. It could just be a new program in the swimming area or it could be a new league coming to the tennis area, right? If it's the swimming one, you'd be like, okay, my timeline's a little loose, a little loose. They're really focused on swimming right now. But if it's, a new league in tennis, that means that they understand that there's a growing demand for people to play competitive tennis. So that will be closer to what you're trying to do because you're trying to get to the world where people want to play tennis at all times. So when you have people doing competitive tennis, you're going to have that exchanging of ideas and complaints, which I was telling you about before, right? And that might lead to someone making that, that app. So watch what your competitors are doing and make adjustments. One thing I want you to make sure that you do, do not be consumed by your competitors. Do not admit defeat to your competitors without even announcing your voice. That's the point. Truly. You have an idea. You think it can be done. Do it. Do it. Because one thing you also need to realize is first to market does not mean the best of the best. Look at MySpace in comparison to Facebook. So keep in mind that, again, first to market does not mean the win. 
So find out what ultimately, like if, if you are first to market or if someone else is first to market, find out what they're doing. Is there something that's different than what you're currently doing? Or is it exactly the same and it's not being um, deployed to correct, correctly? Or they're missing customer interaction, client interaction, right? Something. Look for something to give you an edge. And then weigh your company on that edge. So maybe maybe YMCA makes that app. But they have no interaction with their clients. So your app allows people to talk about, you know like a rating system. So whereas YMCA would be like premium court, premium court, premium court, you could have four star, five star, three star based upon the people that are going to play there. That's an interaction. That's something that people will value and they'll gravitate towards your app over YMCA, right? And then eventually you get to the point where you can protect the IP, which means you can you know, basically protect your ideas and your the way that you're deploying the idea so that YMCA can't replicate it or can't replicate it to the fullest, right? So now that gives you that, that edge and now you've edged out YMCA. So keep that stuff in mind. Timelines and watching competitors will build your ultimate timeline, but it will also allow you to gain that edge and keep that edge, okay? The last one is exposure. And this is one that a lot of people have trouble with. And it goes back to what I was talking about before with vision. Okay. And that's that whole idea of sharing your idea, sharing what you're trying to do or, or doing with other people. You need to. You need to. You need to get people around you excited for what you're doing so they can talk. The cheapest form of advertisement Let's say the cheapest form, but also the most effective form, is word of mouth. It's talking to other people. Tell them what you're doing. So they can tell their, their friends, their families, their co-workers that this is coming. It's amazing. I'm excited. Right? Um, if it happens to be the people that work for you. Get them so excited about working in your company that they they talk to the people and be like, this is what I'm working on. It's amazing. It's fulfilling. It's it's what I wanted to do and it's it's my passion. So that, that passion that they have from you drives through them to the individuals that are around them and then beyond again, right? You want that constant echo effect so it's more and more and more and more people, right? So that when you get to... The, the part of doing the archaic advertising of like billboards and radio ads and television ads and, you know, even even Facebook ads and, and Google ads are now uh, kind of moving on a little bit. Like they're not, they're not, don't get me wrong, they're not old, but they do not beat word of mouth. Hands down, they do not beat word of mouth. So... You ultimately want to keep focusing on that exposure through the entire process, whether it's from, you know, or, or from the beginning when you're, this is my idea, this is what I'm designing, you know, uh, midway, I'm currently in designs with this and we really want to get some feedback here, uh, moving forward and then it gets to a point where it's, it's, you know, this is about to launch, this is coming, grand opening and boom, 
right? Then you have everybody right there at the edge, okay? Um, but that's that's ultimately my take on on how to build a business. I mean, there's there's definitely some things and intricacies in in inside or in between that you can delve into, and there's plenty of resources out there. My my biggest suggestion to you is read books. Please read books, people. I know I know it's so easy just to pick up the phone or not pick up yeah pick up the phone and and research online, but find people that influence you. Find people that are doing what you're doing or doing the mindset that you want and not replicate it because you are you. And that's the that's the one thing you should always cherish is you are you. You can do the the Gary V, the Tony Robbins, the Elon Musk, but you're going to do it your way. Even if you start following their footsteps, you're still going to do it your way because that's just that's just who you are, right? So like you weren't brought up the same way, you weren't in the same atmosphere that they were, that you don't go through the same ways of life that they do, you don't brush your teeth the same way. Like there's so many different little variations throughout. There's no way you're going to replicate what they do. But you can you can learn from them. And you can get inspired by them. And they can break down principles just like I did. They could probably even do it better than I did, right? But find those people and read everything from them and then bounce around from people that inspire them and read all that find people around you that read books and and get inspired to do whatever they want to do in the industry that they want and read their books read please read right so that's my whole take on it like i said you know more successful people can do better than me this is just my take on it and, and this is my journey through entrepreneurism um, or entrepreneurship, whatever way you want to put it. Um, and and I'm, I'm glad that everybody's here. Um, and I'm hoping that you guys can give me more feedback on, on what we're doing. We have plenty more ideas coming down the pipe um, from some individuals um, that, that were at uh, Revolver GN that were kind enough to give me some input. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely, definitely hit me up with more ideas. Uh, and if there's anything specifically that I talked about this episode or last episode that you really want me to delve into more, let me know and I have no problem doing a full episode on one of these topics. Uh, The other thing that I wanted to talk about today was gaming-wise. I think probably some of you, uh, for the gamers out there, uh, know that there was a a shooting um, at a a Madden 19 tournament in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, It's sad. It's really sad. Um, up until that point, at least in my experience, as I've never heard of any violence of that magnitude at a gaming competition or a gaming gathering, and I guess it just kind of shakes the gaming world because a lot of, a lot of gaming is like, um, digital, right? It's, you die and you respawn and here you have... The, the mixing of the digital world with the physical world and the physical world reminding you that there's no respawn. That there's no coming back. And I didn't read too much into the article because I don't I don't like to absorb this type of I guess media. Um, and when I say media I'm not talking about phone or 
TV or newspaper. I'm just talking about the negative aspects of life. Um, and it's not to say that I want to ignore it and be like in a nice happy bubble. That's not what I'm saying. It's just things of this nature have negative effects on individuals. Um, and it could almost put you in a bubble to like want to hide from the world and you shouldn't no matter what happens in this world negative whatever scale it is don't stop living don't stop going out don't stop interacting with people and don't stop seeing the goodness in people because it is out there If you ask so many people out there what's one thing they want in this world and it's world peace. Everybody wants to be together. It's the difference between politics and religion and 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 you know values that we've been brought up with that 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 hold us away from that last edge into world peace. And when I say last edge, it makes it almost sound like it's so small. In the grand scheme of things, it's small, but when you actually measure it, it's massive. That divide between people is still extremely massive, whether it's racism, politics, religion, generational gaps, sexism, uh, even even the whole like um, uh, discrimination towards sexual preference. Or gender identity. There's so many of these, these different aspects. That are still dividing us. As human beings. It's still the, the overlying top is still human beings. And it still blows my mind. But I try to keep myself away from that. Because I don't want to get locked into. That scaredness of going out. The scaredness of living life. The scaredness of connecting. Because for me as an individual. That's why I do what I do as an entrepreneur to connect with people. It's the only thing that's important to me in this world. Money will always come and go. Materials will always come and go. You will buy something that you will think one day is absolutely amazing. I'll hold on to this forever. And in a couple of years, it loses its value. This is a material. It's only beneficial or, you know, valuable to you at that time the only time that it becomes more value is when you assign it a feeling or memory based upon an individual again going back to people people being the most important thing in this world so it's sad to see that gaming is no longer free from that and it's also sad to me because of what the network that I, I work for is, is is trying to do. We're trying to connect people, but we're also trying to be there for people. And I can only imagine if I had the opportunity to talk to this individual or if someone from the network had the opportunity to talk to the, talk to the individual, if it would have potentially gone a different way. Like, why did they do what they did? And we can all speculate. And maybe they even said it somewhere. But it's like a, an onion. 
so many different levels to it, layers to it. It's not. It's never one thing. No one ever snaps from one thing or reacts from one thing. <clears throat> that person that, you know, you happen to uh, get into that parking spot just before they do and they lose their mind. <clears throat> that parking space was the icing on the cake. The cake was already made before they even got to the parking lot. Has nothing to do with you. I'm trying to get some uh, water here. Losing my voice. <clears throat> so yeah. Right? I just wonder. I wonder how we would have interacted with this person. So I heard that they uh, killed three people, injured a bunch, and then shot themselves. So it's, it's, it's really sad. So I know me as an individual... My thoughts and prayers go out to any of the families that are affected by this. I know the network is feeling for it. I truly, truly hope that as we move further into technology and move further into this life, that people take the time to reach out. But also take the time to listen. I think that's something that that last part is the part that's missing. I think you're having individuals reaching out. But you're having people that are so busy with their lives that they're dismissive. And they're not listening. And then the person feels alone. And ultimately takes measures into their own hands. So if there's anybody around you, and I don't, I don't, I don't care if, if you're an entrepreneur or an inspiring entrepreneur or a gamer or just a lifestyle blogger or just someone in general, if there's someone around you, you think needs to talk, talk to them. If there's someone you haven't talked to in a long time, talk to them, say, what's up, reach out to the people around you. Do not be dismissive. Do not lose a sight of this world that it is truly about the people. Entrepreneurship, 100%. You want to say that there's all of these clients and customers and the fact that like, you know, like your leader and you're, you you, know, you want to you want to have your own company but understand without people to follow your vision and what you're doing and believe in who you are and what you're doing you're not a leader you're not leading anything you're just a random person standing by themselves yelling at something people are valuable gamers that interaction online only comes from the people that you meet some of my best friends in this world, some of my family, not best friend, let's, let's, let's remove the word best friend. It's family. My family members are online. I have family members offline, but I also have family members online that I've met for 10 years, 12 years. It's crazy. Yeah, 12 years, 12, 13 years now. 
Some of these people that I talk to still. That's family. And that only came by saying, good game. You want to play together? It's important. Lifestyle bloggers, or just bloggers in general, or people that are trying to build their, their brand. And you have these people that have like, like millions, millions of followers, and they're just like, I follow two. You're just like, why? Why? Because you don't, you don't want to have a clogged feed of like all people's lives. Come on. I know you don't sit there every night and go through the feed anyways. So what does it matter what that feed is? If you're going to scan it for a couple things anyways, why does it matter if it's like two people or, or 500,000 people? Like we were saying before, how do you become better? By interacting with people, learning what they're doing, their ideas. All you're doing by having that, that large positive ratio is blocking yourself in into your own glass box. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. It's people. People make the world go around. Remember that. But that's it for me. I'm going to keep going on forever. I truly hope that uh, everything... Um, I guess I can't even say goes well for people in Jacksonville. I, 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 I'm just at loss of words for that. I don't even know how to say that. I don't even know how to say to that, sorry. But uh, like I said before, thoughts and prayers, honestly. Honestly, from my heart. From one gamer to another. I truly hope that people kind of take this as a wake-up call and be like, we need to start connecting and talking to people. Like I said, until next time, that's been my lemonade. Enjoy your lemonade. See ya.